Welcome to the RV Pro Talk podcast, hosted by Keith Shoemaker, co-owner of Redlands Truck and RV, and Brad Kilgore, owner of Custom Shops Marketing. We created the show to connect the RV repair world, provide trusted resources, whether you're just starting your RV repair shop or you've been at it for decades. Uh, hopefully you enjoy it, and we're here to help. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Brad Kilgore here with Custom Shops Marketing on our next episode of RVProTalk.com. And I'm here with uh, Keith and Karen Showmaker uh, from Redlands Truck and RV. How's it going today, guys? Good, Brad. Good. Thank you. Good, good. So um, uh, Keith and Karen are a brother and sister duo who have been uh, running this uh, successful Southern California RV service center for many years. In fact, it's existed for over 50 years. Uh, their parents started it together. And uh, we're gonna kind of dive in deep today of, of uh, some, some different ideas and, and just some real life shop talk of what it takes to, to run a shop successfully, uh, in this case as co-owners. And uh, maybe just tell us a little, you know some stories or some ideas of uh, what you've had to endure or maybe how you got started with it all or whatever, you're free, you're free to jump in. Go for it, Keith. Um, I think from the very beginning, our parents, uh, well, my dad was an engineer for Lockheed for many years, a good portion of our life. In fact, they wanted to move us and our family to Akron, Ohio or somewhere. And Kathy and Karen were close to being in high school. So, uh, my dad and mom made a huge uh, uh, risk gamble to become entrepreneurs. My dad was not necessarily an entrepreneur, and uh, he had a very had a very analytical mind. You know, he thought of things as as an aerospace engineer would. Um, but he was presented with a situation, and he did the best thing he could for one reason, and that was for his family. And once we realized that our parents did this, made this decision for us, it came later on in our life, I realized that I needed to lock on to a couple of good quality anchors that my parents left us with. And the first thing that I thought of and realized was parents went to great lengths to make sure that we were honest and that we tell people the truth and that uh, that's how we run our business we with honor. And uh, it, when, <laughs> when there's problems, you take care of it. And you're fair, you're honest, you're real. You realize there's two sides to every story and you just do what's right. Um, we had a team meeting the other day. And one of the things I told the guys, you know what, if I'm not here, which I'm not a lot on site, um, and you need to make a decision, I will back up any decision that you make as long as it makes sense and as long as it's right and you can stand behind it, I'll stand behind you. Okay. And I think that that's what uh, Karen and I, that, that that's what has been left with us from our parents as we move forward. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of things to consider running a small business. I mean, we only have one location, you know, uh, 20 some employees. It's not a large operation. However, what we turn out is pretty amazing, but we can only concentrate on a couple of things and, and being honest and being admirable and taking care of our, our taking care of the things that are in front of us doing stuff, right. I think are the occupy our daily for sure. Karen. 
<laughs> yeah, I tell you, um, as a kid growing up in the business, I remember for a school project, I had to interview somebody that uh, um, uh, that uh, was in business. So I interviewed dad and I asked him, I said, hey, dad, um, I, I think the question that sustains in my head forever is, why did you start this business? And his comeback was so simple. He goes, I wanted to help people. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah. huge. So from day one, uh, that was always apparent. And their handshake agreement uh, to customers was built off of that. So I have to admit that's uh, that's pretty powerful in itself and makes me really proud to know that that came from them over and over again because by being able to talk to somebody and look them in the eye and literally tell them things that they just don't want to have to hear because it's going to mean more money or something of that nature but at least they heard it and they finally saw it because we'll be willing to share it with them or show them the issue with their brakes and why an airbag does what it does. And if they just never had the chance to see underneath, I think that's what really matters is that you can talk shop to them, but sometimes just the show and tell is enough for the wife to go, see, Henry, I knew there was a problem. I heard something. I smelled something. And that, you know, so we're, that's uh, the goal of always being able to help somebody is get to the point find out what really is happening that's just such an epic statement you know from from your dad i mean it, it carries so much weight to this day you know of, uh, i i i have my business because i want to help people i mean it's just it's epic i just love that yeah. and i, I guess it trickled down because and i'm not bragging again but the, the, it, it, that's what i feel that this, this is for our fellow business owners, you know, uh, this is just someone reaching out and say, Hey man, if you need some help, you know, here we are. And, uh, we don't have, we, we're, we're not business consulting experts in the training side of stuff, but we are going on our 52nd year of be being in business. And I remember my dad telling us I, I was 1972 front lawn, uh, I was staring at a new pickup truck that they got that we still have three quarter ton camper special Chevy uh, GMC, excuse me. Um, uh, he said, Hey son, we're going to go into work. We're going to fix trucks. You know, they didn't have motorhomes back then per se. Uh, and we did. And Karen was there and Kathy, we have an older sister, Kathy. I'm the youngest. Uh, Karen's the middle and Kathy's the oldest. And there's, some pictures of us, we should have taken a whole bunch more pictures of all of us in overalls and working and doing things. And, and, uh, it was a, it truly was a family affair from day one. That's so cool. That's so cool. And so now after all these years, um, you know, being co-owners of the business, I mean, that could have its own challenges, but I think you guys have, have shared with me before that, you know, it's not perfect, but man, you guys are able to go in there. You have, you have your, you know what your superpowers are as individuals and you go in there as a team. And at the end of the day, you get, you get what needs to be done and done. And then, you know, you still have a, a great relationship away from work. And that's, 
almost unheard of, you know, and so maybe touch a little bit on uh, being co-owners for this many years, uh, running a successful uh, service center together. Well, I mean, the truth is, is that, and I can speak for Karen, her, we, the two of us just didn't screw up. You know, my mom and dad, our mom and dad, Our parents did the work, you know, and uh, they ha they handed us something that was successful. I'm sorry. Exactly. Well, it is an emotional thing, you know. And I tell people all the time, I said, hey, man, the only thing we really honestly that we've done here is, is we haven't screwed up. Yeah, yeah. We, we pay attention to our business and, you know, um, uh, we have to have liability insurance and it's time to inspect the compressors and, um those sorts of things. And yeah, let's find a better deal on uh, oil or, you know, let's pay attention to this. Let's, um, and we have a profit sharing for our employees. So, you know, her, the two of us are in charge of the profit sharing. Yeah, we have help, but uh, you know, it's a, it's a full-time responsibility, obviously that, that, that's, that's, that, that's a given, but boy, it's sure is a joy to know that someone else is out there that I can count on. I can have a bad day. I can have a bad week and, and Karen, for me, especially, you know, if I've had a bad year, Karen's there and she's going to take care of me and us and, and, and us as partners. And, and I, I will, she knows that I will do the same thing for her. That's excellent. Ah, sorry for crying. <laughs> you know, we're all human at the end of the day. And uh, it, like you said, you know, by, by having that level of passion for your business is is clear to me. And obviously knowing you guys for a few years, uh, it's clear to me. And uh, uh, it's it's something that, that, that other people that I've met maybe don't have that level of passion and enthusiasm for their business. And, and we know it and we're lucky. We know we're lucky. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you that luck is a, such a huge part of what we've been and what we're doing. But Karen and I also pay attention to what's going on, and uh, the, the 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 this podcast and others and other stuff that we're doing, especially in social media, uh, is here to make sure that we reach our target and that we actually connect to those that we need to connect to, and that goes back to exactly what Larry, our dad, said, and that was, "Hey, man, we're just here to help people." So, you know, if yeah. we can be of assistance. Let, let's let's talk let's whatever you know send us a message or whatever you need exactly exactly karen what's your thought after working with your younger brother for so many years let's <laughs> <laughs> hear your story <laughs> yeah no it's it's phenomenal um i do have to remind everybody that he is my younger brother but the beautiful part is when we were um going to uh, college at the same place cal poly in Pomona, I ran across him, uh, into him, into the uh, the um, campus, and he was, there was something in his eye, he came right up to me and goes, I got a plan, <laughs> okay, and it was so remarkable, because I tell people today, I said, he knew, even then, uh, as he's always been, uh, a little bragging about him, about five years ahead of <laughs> of the whole scenario of five years into just understanding where businesses will go and so forth. But 
in on that campus, he looked me in the eye and he goes, I have a plan that you and I are going to not only own the business, but we're going to have it where the um, growth will be something that mom and dad will be very proud of. And uh, I thought that was pretty unique. And I had no plans at that moment, of course, to want to be in the family business. But always in the back of my head, I knew how keen that would be to be a part of it. And uh, so just knowing, you know, you always were a part of it. But when we when I set my mind and um, finally said to mom, okay, I, you know, I've filed everything. I understand why we put this over there, you know, the accounting side of it. I, I called myself the the uh, creative accountant because I had no background at that time in it. But uh, I remember almost like asking the the sensei, uh, you know, grasshopper, I'll tell you what you need to know when you're ready. And I was, I needed to know why we had to do this, all these little steps. And in that respect, it was a full circle. So everything was looked at, everything was thought of. And uh, cause you just, you really just can't go to sleep for 10 minutes and say, okay, I'll get that done later. Uh, because in business, especially this, um, you, you're always having to be on top of things. And Keith has always been able to do that and bring it back into full circle just by being able to be forward thinking and with um, great ideas and uh, forward uh, thinking into what the future will be like. And um, I just find that so phenomenal. So I've never doubted him in that respect, never questioned. Sure. I just know that you go, holy cow, this, this is going to be some ride. And by being able to, to know that businesses need to go through all this type of growth and lulls and so forth, it's, it's okay. It's, it's wonderful to be able to have someone to bounce ideas off of and when they do get some ideas and they go off on their own and figure things out but bring it back to where you can invite the remaining of your employees to be on board uh, for us the word teamwork is the best way to describe our group because that's what you need is teamwork and uh, so there is no I and of course in any of that but boy <laughs> There is and, certainly a lot of, of and we don't micromanage, you know, we, we do. Yeah. We're, we're lucky. We got 20 employees. Uh, we have one, just one location. And I tell people all the time, Hey, 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 you know, we better be good because this is what we do for a living and we pay attention. Uh, we, and we only have one location, you know, it's not like we have to travel or get on an airplane and, and go figure out what happened in another state uh, or hire a new manager or something of that nature. You know, we're very fortunate. So we, we get it, but we've run across a lot of stuff. And that's the kind of thing I think that we want to share. And uh, uh, we want to make sure that our fellow business owners have access to at least someone to bounce their ideas off of. Absolutely. Well, and, and it really, and listening to you guys share, um, it really boils down to trust. Uh, trust in each other, trust in your team, and, and those types of things. And uh, that's just... It's just really cool to see. I mean, well, 
but you got to do it legally too, you know, and here's the other side of trust. If something were to happen to Karen, uh, we have things set up in insurance policies that I can continue to function and run the business. Uh, mm -hmm. Same thing. If, if I die or pass away or whatever, it's the same deal. So, you know, there's some functionality that has to happen. Unfortunately, a little bit of legalese, but um, I, she, she, she knows that I'm going to take care of it. You know, she, I'm going to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. It's, it's going to happen whether I have to delegate it. Or I have to go figure it out on my own. Here's the other thing, you know, that conversation that Karen and I had at Cal Poly Pomona, I kind of know where it was. I, uh, but it was before we had internet. So hopefully that'll help everybody in the timeline. So when Karen came on board, uh, we were using yellow pages for, you know, hey, can we get our, did Redlands Truck and Redland? It was Redlands Truck Service. Did we get Redlands Truck Service in bold and put it in the Fontana book? Well, you know, that was $1,800 a month or some crazy price for just this simple little stuff. But here we are now, and it's not free, but here we are now talking about what we do for business, and it's the greatest Yellow Pages ad forever. There's probably some people that I just passed up because they never understood or never knew what Yellow Pages was. But as a business, that was our internet. And that was our only line, our only link to, to, a, to a potential new customer was they needed a truck fix and they went to truck repair and they found us. So mm -hmm. in the phone know, book, yeah. in the phone book. And, and so I, I guess this is my long winded way of saying for any businesses out there, whether you want to or not, get a hold of social media, wrestle that mongoose, do whatever you got to do, but start believing in it and start doing something that's constructive and professional so that you can communicate with your customers. And you know what? Pick an idea like, hey, I just want to help you or, hey, I just want to make your thing faster or I want to be, I want to make your thing go off road or what, pick, pick something and, and let them know that that's what you believe in. And pretty soon they'll believe in you too. And that's when you start getting repeat customers. Yeah. And that's when you got to start looking for another yard. And that's when you got to hire more mechanics or a shop manager. <laughs> all great problems to have and all the problems that we're, Karen and I go through, opportunities uh, that her and I go through on a regular basis. Right. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing, you know, you've got to roll with the, with the times and you guys clearly have done that, you know, working with myself and my team when it comes to <clears throat> modernizing uh, your website, your social media, your ability to communicate with people through chat and text and all the different things, because it's not going away. We don't, nobody uses yellow pages anymore. Nobody has a phone book anymore. It's all right on their, their device that's in their pocket, you know? And Karen and I, uh, you know, if people haven't figured it out by now, we're of age where I don't want to learn something new. So <laughs> if I have to, it's going to be something that's focused and, you know, uh, going to benefit me directly. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to proceed that. Otherwise, I'm going to look it up. You know, I'm going to use an app. I'm going to use, you know, some a bit of research. I'm going to look it up on YouTube and make it happen. Now, 
if I have to figure out how to be my own social media person and try to do all that stuff, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to do it. And that's why we like, and we need to count on people like Brad to be able to take care of it for us because it allows Karen and I to go do probably what the number one thing is for us that our customers see us do. And that is engage them. Mm -hmm. Right. right. 100%. I, if someone has a, com- not a complaint, but if said, someone says something about my business, I'm like, Hey, Hey man, where on this planet can you go? And you're going to see one of the owners or, or, and same thing at Quartzsite, you know, Hey, where can you go for eight days and talk to the owner of the business? I'll sit there and talk to you for eight days. I go to Quartzsite every year and I'm around, uh, but it, we're lucky, you know, we're, again, we have one location. Uh, Karen and I have uh, uh, an incredible team behind us you know uh, none of this happens without a, a, a high power general manager uh, and a great service team that's on it in you know in an office and all working together and a bunch of guys that uh, that want to do the best they possibly can because you know what they're thinking hey man this might be my mom and dad in this rv it might be my grandparents in this thing and they they do they they know that it's personal and they want to take care of it yeah yeah and it hurt it it frustrates them when we have to bring it to their attention that hey you didn't clean up this mess or your fingerprints are here or there we we don't take it lightly we 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 expect perfection we want perfection that's what we're striving for we're not striving for less than anything other than that but we stand behind them you know uh, especially when uh, our slip ups come because we're we got too busy or scheduling or parts availability or whatever but I hope that uh, the boys know that, you know, we have their back. And I think that's probably important for any business, obviously. Sure. And and my personal experience of being around your team, you know, this most recently at Quartzsite, I feel 100% that they know you have their back. Um, and I got to tell see you, it. you know, I, I love, uh, I know we talk about it, but I love what goes on at Quartzsite because they just, they, they have one thing to look forward to and that's eating. Uh, everything else is kind of miserable. You know, you're out in the middle of the desert. Uh, your girlfriend isn't there, your wife. Um, the customers are standing on top of you. You know, there's room for five and six RVs in there and there'll be 10 or 15 customers walking over you, watching you work. And it's just impossible to get around. And what I've noticed is the guys just go with it. You know, we don't allow that at the shop. It just can't happen at the shop. It's just too much chaos and safety issues and all that other stuff, but it's a beautiful thing to watch all of those guys work together as a team at Quartzsite and to know that they got to knock this stuff out, uh, to know that tacos are waiting for them or, uh, and Nelson did ribeyes for us one night out there and they were, they were, they, they were so tasty and these boys had worked so hard, you know? So it's a, it's just a great teammate thing to you to see. Absolutely. No, that was really cool. And I, uh, I, I got to experience that firsthand. Um, I would say kind of in the the second part of our podcast here is uh, maybe share some ideas since you guys have been in business so long and you've been through so many seasons of this. What is uh, kind of your strategies or your flow for going into, you know, springtime and summertime and the, the busier times of the year uh, at your shop? Um, well, it's, Thank you for asking. We just met with the guys and uh, our, our leadership team, excuse me. And I told them, I go, hey, look, this is a new year. 
and uh, we're going to do things completely different where we need to. If someone says to me, hey, we're if I say, hey, why are we doing this? And they say to me, because that's how we've always done it, then we're going to dismantle that and we're going to get rid of it and we're going to rebuild it and we're going to do it better. Um, we, <laughs> For us, inventory is one of those. And I'm probably thinking some of the shops that we're speaking to, they feel the same way. We've, we've got a, a little bit of a monster that we need to wrestle down and uh, to, we need to get rid of some stuff. You know, we need to, to we need to have a spring cleaning. <laughs> um, I, I approach not every day, but every time I think about my business, the first thing I think of is like, Hey, how could I make it better? How could I better, how could I deliver more services or how could we have more return customers? And some of it is innovation. Like, Hey, we got to think about something new that's coming out, but usually it's like, why don't we just be better at what we're doing? And uh, I think one of the things that we do, we have a Dan, our, our quality assurance manager, really at the end, he's the last, he's, he's usually the first and last guy you see if you come to the Grove. Um, he's like a concierge. He's like a, you know, he's like your, um, he, he's like your advocate for us. You know, he understands what we're doing. He understands what you need. Uh, and his job, obviously, again, like we're trying to do is make it super easy on the customer. But that was new and innovative, you know, and it, it and it, it's it's uh, something that the customers love, and it's something that we need. I need to have peace of mind knowing that I have the correct amount of oil in that dipstick when that customer leaves. And have we had issues? Yep, I had a good friend of mine. Uh, we did a bunch of work on his coach, and he got into Utah and had our repair came apart because we didn't anchor it down correctly. And it was huh, just kills me, you know, that kind of stuff just absolutely guts me. And especially um, that it's a friend, you know, and someone that I have to answer to on more than just one phone call or, you know, one solution email. Yep. It all got taken care of. Yep. We took care of it, but it was a huge delay for him. And, you know, I'm sure it's something that he still thinks of and I don't want that. And Dan, an innovation that came about for us years ago usually stops that sort of thing. I, I can't imagine the 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 issues that we would all hear about if we didn't have someone like Dan uh, being our last yeah. uh, uh, advocate for the customer. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and if efficiency is a big thing for me, you know, I've tried to do stuff with the guys. We haven't done any studies, but I know that we're the the one thing that we're really inefficient at our particular RV repair is that we use ladders and uh, step stools and that kind of stuff way too much. Uh, in one of the areas we use it way too much is awnings and poppers. So what I decided to do was dedicate an area of our RV park. We're lucky to have more room. We're dedicating one area to where we're going to do the work directly on those types of systems, but we're buying a raised platform that will allow the guys free movement, no restrictions. They don't have to move anything. They can be working on two RVs at one time. Um, it's remarkable. It's going to be remarkable. And in the end, it's going to be better for the customer. And that's exactly what we want. So I would say look for ways to innovate. Um, 
I've been many, meaning to, to mention this too. One of the greatest improvements that we did inside of our shop was to get rid of our old piston compressor. Actually, we didn't get rid of it. We use it in a, a different time uh, when we go to quartzite. We got rid of that compressor and we went to a screw compressor. The screw compressor was more money, but it's unbelievably quiet. And right. it produces right. it produces air that's pure. Uh, it's got a heater. You know, there's no moisture in it. it. It's it's much more technology. And I every time I hear, well, I don't hear it anymore because it's so quiet. But when I when right after we first did the the conversion, I was like, man, I wish I would have done this twenty years ago, ten years ago. Just and that. that's what we tell our customers. When we'd go to do one of their upgrades, you know, like, hey, don't be like us and wish that you would have done this. You know, let's do it now <laughs> so that you That's can so start true. enjoying it. And I got to tell you, for a shop to go from a, a piston air compressor that's noisy to a screw compressor, oh, man. Yeah. And again, you know, your your technicians, uh, especially if they have air tools, they instantly look at it and go, hey, man, thank you for making an investment in my tool because you're no longer pumping water into my tools. You're right. Exactly. What else, Karen? Sorry. What else, what else have we done? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. We have two locations. So we ponied up and put a forklift at each so that we can load and unload as needed. Yeah. Um right. I right. I just uh we we have a bunch of stuff. If you have an LLC, there's a Something you we have to file, R I O S or something. We have to prove who owns it. So if any of our businesses are out there, that's new. You need to look at that. Um, we do uh, our shop does it. We do health insurance, so uh, that's constantly under review. We uh, are always working with our local provider. Four hundred one. Karen and I meet next week with our uh, profit sharing. So we will take a good hard look at that, making sure we're doing things correctly. Uh, we had our guy run an analysis, and apparently he's compared it to several different companies and organizations, and he'll have that report for us next week. So I'm looking forward to that. That's something that we're staying on top of. And um, our guys, if if we're not on them, the messes accumulate. And I've walked around the shop a couple times. I've seen some areas that need to be addressed and they will the uh the the guys will respond they know that it's a safety issue uh they're getting a new men's bathroom we're finished uh, my guy and i and karen and d we're going to be finishing that this weekend uh they got a whole new section added on and then we're doing two additional sinks so they'll be able to get cleaned up easier without having to uh, be in everybody's their own way just making it easier for them and more hopefully uh, more pleasurable. Yeah. I tell them, I go, hey, man, our employees, I go, hey, guys, you know, there's times, especially when it's 110 out or raining like it did a couple weeks ago, you know, this job sucks. But if we work together as a team and we band together and, and we believe in each other, we can make it suck less. And I, <laughs> I believe it. And I had to work in it. You know, I was eight years old when I started there. 
Um, I guess we can all do the math there. I won't give Karen's age out, but you know, I, I, hey, it was it was. I remember smashing fingers and um, uh, pushing water. We had a, a different shop was in a different location, and water would run through our shop. The rain would would come so hard in sheets um, that it would run through the shop. You know, my gosh, it's like oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and and uh, I remember thinking that, hey, if we ever build a new shop, we're going to make this son of a gun drain. And that's what our shop does. We have zero issues at our shop, our new place. New, 1991. What was that, Karen? 91? Yeah. 89. Karen, Karen made the banner. Um, we did the, uh, when we built the shop in 89 or 90 or whatever it was, uh, we had a block wall up. And Karen had a banner, and we uh, it said "Future Home of Redlands Truck Service," and uh, I remember that. And it was all you know. We did it. Karen did the banner, and uh, the guy that helped us with the construction, he goes, "Hey, can you do plumbing?" I'm like, "I don't know," and I did. Oh, hey, yeah. can you build a gate? Yeah, I okay. I've never done it. We we just and it, it's the same thing today. It's just, we do say, "Hey, it's got to be done. Let's let's get it. Let's get it done." Karen, Karen works a whole lot harder than I do, but <laughs> fool you. Well, I, cheer, I cheer her on. <laughs> yeah, don't let them fool you at all. Well, what I hear mostly is, you know, the ability to be innovative, to adapt, to streamline, to organize. You know, I mean, the, to me, that's that's the key to it all. And, and you guys have uh, put in the time and uh, uh, you're willing to pivot when needed and like you say, you know, maybe, okay, maybe I haven't done that before, but I'll figure out a way. And I think that's what it takes. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, you, I can ask a banker, I can ask a new parts supplier, I can ask a, a manufacturer. And sometimes they're like, well, no one's ever asked us that. Mm -hmm. Or we don't normally do it that way. And I'm like, now I know I'm onto something here. Right on. You know, let's that's right. let's explore this. And uh, right. there's a couple things that are going on that are uh, that are uh, they're blowing my mind um, that that are that are in our future, and uh, that Karen and I are directly involved with. And you know, it's it's I know our employees can see the excitement in our eyes that this is our uh, our time to shine and our time to make and build relationships with our customers. And I know that uh, what we're doing will empower our employees so that they can share that same kind of passion, you know, when it comes time to talk to a customer. Hey, I've, I've, I've told my management team, you know what? I want one of our guys, any one of the tech, anybody here, guys or girls, anybody here that has an interaction with a customer that gets a five-star review and they mention their name on the, on our Google pages, they should, our, 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 our employees should get something for that. Mm -hmm. And sure. we're working on that. That's epic. No, we we've we've always not wanted our technicians to talk to the customers, but you know it's time. It's in in this platform maybe one way to do it. Like you, we you know I've talked about in a webinar, we can ask and answer questions. But you know, I think it it I not I don't think I know that it means a whole lot more. A a, a suggestion or a recommendation or a finding or a diagnosis a diagnosis process. It means a whole lot more coming from a technician than it does an owner or, you know, your service advisor or something like that. So 
Um, the, 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 the only place for innovation is inside of your own business. And you've got, if you feel that you're frustrated and that you can't innovate anything, I would say just take a good inward look and don't look outside for it. Look in, good, right. look inward and, and find something that you guys are unique and good at. Mm -hmm. And, and brag about it or, or focus on it or whatever, you know, and let other people fall in love with it too. Yeah. That's a great analogy and a great suggestion. I mean, at the end of the day, find out what you're good at and do it and let everybody know what you do. Yep. I dance with who you brought. Yep. It, um, and this is nothing new, but you know, I, uh, uh, this is not me. I'm just quoting someone else for writing this. I did not say this. Uh, typically, small businesses, successful small businesses go like gangbusters and they do all kinds of things to get successful. And as soon as they're successful, they quit doing all of those things that made them successful. I can't say that that's been my mantra, but I will tell you that when things aren't going right, that's one area that I go look at and I'm like, Hey man, have I not paid attention to something? Has something squirted past me? Uh, you know, am I behind the times? Am, you know, what's going on? So inward looks. And again, you know, everything with a business starts with that person that you're looking at in the mirror. You know, it's it's you if you're the owner. Right. Um, you're the one that has to figure it out. You're the one that has to answer to it. You're the one that has to be brave enough to make a decision that is going to put your business in a different direction. And you have to be able to explain that mm -hmm. so that other people not only believe you, but they trust you and that they realize that, that it's a vision and that you have allowed them to paint the picture their own way so that they can understand your vision. And I'll be honest with you, it's been a learning process for me. Um, I just kind of assume that everybody thinks like I do and thank goodness they don't. But I've had to pay extra special attention to make sure that my management team really understands what I'm saying other than going, yeah, okay. Yeah. We get it, Keith. You know, I, I'm taking steps to spend extra time and extra explanations to make sure that we get what we want. You know, we're, right. we, we, uh, I, I, I want to work on a program for, for our team. I want to work on a uh, loyalty program for our customers. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of things I have in my mind, but I don't want to just say to my guys, Hey, go put this in place. You know, I, I, we have to give them our vision. And I, I, I feel good about that. You know, I, and the reason I feel good about that, I'm sorry for being long winded is because I've been doing, we have been, Karen and I've been doing it for so long on our own that we're the ones that we have to answer to. And I'm totally fine with answering to myself and to her, but, um, uh, the the opportunities that are in front of us, if we're able to not trip over ourselves by saying that, hey, we can't do this. So, you know, we just don't do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I can't get any more customers. I don't know what to do. You know, so you just don't do it. You know, we, I know that Karen and I look at each other and go, oh man, there's one more thing we got to do. Okay, let's get it done. Mm -hmm. And um in a long-winded circle, I'm sorry, but I really appreciate the fact that that not only she's my sister, but she's an incredible partner, and that she gets me. And I hope that our other businesses that are out there 
that you guys can forge some sort of connection where, you know, both th those in charge of managing and running the business get along and they get it. You know, um, we don't ever tell our, our guys, hey, you need to be a family. We're one big family. You know, in fact, we, we giggle at it. You know, families have problems and uh, our family's no different. And it, it, I could count all the other families that we've run across that are wacky and have their issues, too. We're not a family. We're just one team that wants to work together to make sure that our customers have the best thing they can possibly have for their motorhomes and those safe and and reliable and enjoyable and they had a great experience and they're going to talk about us at the campfire sorry right no, no i mean yeah i mean it's it was perfect you know you strive for excellence and it pays off i mean that's it in a nutshell yeah i love that i love that did you have something to add karen did i cut you off i uh, what's so ironic about all that um is simply back on that wonderful school campus the ending result to Keith's conversation, besides the excitement of he and I owning a business together, taking over from mom and dad, was he made a point to say, I want a place where whoever chooses to work for us wants to work for us. And not only will we make that an opportunity where they want to, they're going to start looking forward to it. You'll have people from afar that want to be a part of that teamwork. And I was like, okay. I mean, it was Absolutely. well over a thousand years ago, but I was okay yeah. with it because it just sounds and is exactly what I would always hope when someone's telling me their honest truth. And because that's the only way to operate. That's the only way to to make sure that you're going to be successful. Hey, you hey know? this work sucks. I'll just make it suck less. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's called hard facts. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> and I, I'm, you know, I giggle when the guys think about the old days, but man, we were clutches. We were doing brakes. We were doing, you know, we were pulling 13 speed transmissions out and oh, Guy man. Hawk, our magician of, uh, a mechanic that taught me everything I know. Yeah. Uh, best mechanic I've ever met. Um, he would be tearing these these transmissions apart, and he would be putting them back together with new parts. You know, we got and we would. It was unbelievable the heavy, hard, difficult, bone smashing, finger crunching stuff we did on a daily basis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's evolved for sure. And, yep. and you know, and I had I had the luxury of of interviewing some of the folks on your team uh, last month, and you know, I, I did I did actually uh, capture on film a lot of real life stories from them saying how much they enjoy uh, their work and the satisfaction of 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 an ever evolving uh, multitude of different work and jobs that come to them because every you know a lot of RVs are different and. Um, there was a lot of satisfaction uh, knowing that they, you know, and you instilled this in them, that they were helping people. And uh, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And one of the things that we've asked the technicians to do is consider taking on a couple new job skills. You know, the chassis guys, they don't want to put a new 110 plug in. They don't want to remove a microwave. They don't want to do an awning. But, you know, they need, we need, to, we need to cross over. We, you know, guys have to go on vacation and, you know, stuff happens and we need, 
coverage. You know, our, our customers make appointments scheduled on time and we have to be able to deliver uh, yep. wherever their appointments are. And so that's something new that we're working on is uh, to, I guess, cross training would, would be sort of a name mm-hmm. for it. Um, sure. The guys are resistant to it. I get it. And, and like I told them, I go, Hey, our job isn't to consider our job isn't to change our mechanics, our technicians, our employees' minds of how to do something. Our job is to work with them and find out why it's not working. You know, what's the objection? Uh, what's the problem? Uh, you know, can we both compromise here? You know, you know, Oh, and really what it comes down to, and this is, this is definitely something new that we're doing is spending a tremendous amount more time on communication and sharing with them what it is we expect in 2024 and what it is that we're doing to make their job a little bit better. Uh, and I know that I, I know that when it comes down to it, they may not say it, but I know that that uh, those are the kinds of things that most employees really appreciate. You know, when they see a boss or an owner doing something that makes their job easier. Oh, 100 percent. That's that's really good. What kills us is the heat. You know, winter isn't bad. It rains once or twice. It's cold, but it's the nine months or it it's the the summers that hurt us. It, you know, that's really what's hard on the guys, especially towards the end of the summer and even outside in the heat, because there's a lot of our stuff. You, you know, we're 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 not undercover. You know, we're uh, that that would that would definitely be an upgrade is to put everybody under a cover, but it's just impossible. Sure. You got too many vehicles to move around and too much equipment and everything else. But, yep. you know, you do the best you can with what you got. Right. Well, I think with that, guys, we'll wrap up for today. But this has been super cool. I mean, the whole goal of our show is to to tell real life stories, real life shop talk and inspire other shop owners uh, to uh, uh, to really see what's out there and see what's going on in other shops and, and learn from some of the best, which I, f- I feel you two are. So with that, we'll wrap up the um, RV Pro Talk uh, podcast for the day. And uh, we will talk again uh, soon. You guys have an epic day. Great. Thanks so much, Brad. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the RV Pro Talk podcast. Uh, Listen to our show on all streaming platforms and uh, even YouTube. If you have a question or need a referral, reach out to us. We're here to help.